Bald and blonde. Welcome to the Mindset Evolution Podcast. Hear about tips, tricks, skills, tools, inspiration, mental hygiene. Know what you want and how to create what you desire to achieve predictable results and create a content life wherever you are. And here are your hosts, Kathy Tate and Daisy Pup. And hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution. I'm Kathy Tate, the Bald Warrior, your host from Australia, and with me, as always, is Daisy Papp, your host from Florida Keys. How's summer going over there, Daisy? Hello, my dear friend down under. Well, I'm doing fine. Summer is lovely. The breeze is still very pleasant on my skin, so it is nice to dry my hair outdoors. And I'm quite happy and content. And how is winter down under? Well, I've been sitting in the morning sun here, Daisy. It has been just delightful. It's quite mild here in winter during the day, which means I can actually get in the sun because usually I burn like a crisp. So it is really (laughs) pleasant. I'm very happy about it. Today, I have an awesome topic for us, Daisy. Mm, Bring it on. Dear listeners out there, Daisy never knows what the topic is going to be until we start talking. So we keep our conversations completely genuine and flowing right off the top of our heads. No scripts in our house. Today, we are going to talk about patience. Ah, that's very interesting. So that is something that actually you put me through every single time we record. You're testing my patience. Aha, now I see your strategy. (laughs) (laughs) Happy to help test you, Daisy. (laughs) Okay, well, I volunteer. Actually, patience is a great topic. And the first thing that comes to my mind, I was in an office supply store last year in Miami, and it was just so slow. I couldn't believe that there were three people working and nothing really happened. We weren't going ahead. I actually was there because I wanted to print some brochures of my nail art, steel nails. And behind me was a gentleman, and actually I saw him being impatient. So I turned around and I said, isn't it awesome that we are actually for free in a boot camp for patients right now? And he just started laughing and he says, I like your attitude. I like your attitude. So we started conversing (laughs) and actually a very nice relation started from that, which I will share about in a blog post on my website later on, because it's quite amazing who you can meet while you're patient, Hmm. but only when you know how to be patient. It is interesting. I think that when we are impatient, we lose the ability to live in the moment, don't we? Well, you see, this is the thing. In reality, the only moment that we always have is now. Everything else is an illusion. So I believe that the best is making the best out of the present moment. That's why it's called present, because it's a gift. Of course, I have endured impatience throughout my life, and I do not really like being impatient. So I started to uncondition myself. And I'm rather a very patient person. I consider myself that I can handle life very patiently. Of course, sometimes there are triggers and there are situations where I'm tested. Are you sure that you're patient? Are you certain that you know how patience works? And are you sure that actually impatience can be also existent in your life? And then I reconsider and I 
actually recollect myself because that's where it all starts. It's really not the outside forces and the outside happenings. It's how we respond to it that's key. Yeah, absolutely agree with that. And <laughs> to go back to your example, just to clarify for the listeners, if you had have been impatient at that moment and let that get to you, you wouldn't have spoken to that person in line and created a brand new relationship. Like what an opportunity that would have been missed had you not had control of your feelings of impatience and been able to, I don't know, talk yourself down? Or I know that you're fairly evolved, so you might not even need to talk to yourself, but maybe that's something that would help our listeners when they're feeling impatient in the moment. What would you suggest that they do if they've got that feeling? Because it's quite an obvious feeling I think that comes over you you start feeling impatient you get frustrated and it can turn real bad fairly fast if you let yourself get swept away with that I believe patience is an attitude so it is how I carry myself (laughs) that's my attitude so if I would have been impatient and also verbally expressed that but now let's come on come on let's it's not that impossible our conversation with that gentleman there standing in line behind me would have gone a very different direction. But because my attitude is usually in life, trying to make the best out of any and every single situation helped me. And it also helped him because he was quite impatient. He said, well, but what are they doing here? And it's quite interesting. I give the listeners a little bit of a peek what happened there. The gentleman who was standing behind me, he wanted to print out his manuscript for his new book. And I did not know really, of course, he introduced himself, but I didn't know what this all was about. And it's really, it's a global, huge company that is known similar to Coca-Cola, actually, worldwide. And he was the CEO for 35 years of that company and that brand. And you see, he was impressed by my attitude. I'm certain he would have not been impressed if I would have been upset and maybe throw a fit or a temper tantrum because he has seen those probably through his career. And I found it quite impressive how impressive I appeared to him. So that is how we were able to start talking. And of course, then he shared with me that the publishing company is pushing him because they wanted to have his autobiography already 10 years ago. And now finally, it's in its final stages. And at that time, he told me the company name, but I did not know actually that then he was the owner of the company as well. So it's quite interesting. It's a very interesting story because here we can see through this particular example that patience actually pays off, you see, literally in this case. Yes, it certainly did. Certainly did. Yeah, it's interesting. I know that in some areas of my life, I struggle with being patient. I think that's because part of my personality is action focused and I like to have things happening. And when I put a lot of effort in, I like to see results. And sometimes that doesn't turn out the way that I had envisaged. And so occasionally I think that I struggle with being patient with things that I have no real control over. So I think that must be an issue. Let's talk about that. Now we're talking. (laughs) Well, impatience actually is very clearly a sign that reality as we perceive it at the very moment, the now, which is the only moment we always have, is quite different from 
the vision that we have in our head. There is a very cute little German saying, I'm trying to translate it into English, which is quite a challenge because the meaning changes when you translate sayings like that. But there is a saying, so mankind thinks and God drives or God leads, meaning that if you're religious or not, so it's like humankind can have the vision, whatever they want, but then things may happen in a different, unexpected way. Now, back to the question what you asked prior, what can people do when they're impatient? First of all, start focusing on what you can control. Stop focusing on what you cannot control. That's the golden rule in most areas of our lives. Because what we cannot control, what an effort we're putting in there. For what reason? Because what's your... ROI on it. You're the accountant. Yes, yes. And you're quite right about that. And I do think that you're completely right. But I've also got this point of view where, you know, I put all this effort and work into an outcome that I envisage and I believe I can create it. I believe I can make it happen with my hard work and my perseverance and my repetitive actions. And we've talked about this in other episodes. And so I also understand that focusing only on what you can control is super important because otherwise you're just wasting your energy. And for me, it is finding that fine line in all of that where I've got a vision, I'm working towards it, and then I have to let go of how it happens. I think that's a very good point. Very good point. There is another point to it I'd like to mention now that you pointed this out. When we have that vision in our head, then all our energy goes towards that vision and we stop being flexible. And that causes so much problems because if we were focusing on an outcome, not specific, but on an outcome and then be flexible in the ways how it will come out, <laughs> then we will be, first of all, training our physique to be flexible. There are many spiritual teachers that say that physical flexibility comes from mental flexibility. And I do believe there's some truth to it in my personal experience. So when we try to focus on the how it must happen to get a specific outcome, because now here's the question. So you have a vision. Give me a vision. Give me an example. So what is the situation where you feel impatient? Let's say when you're in traffic, are you impatient in traffic or when you're in the grocery store and waiting in line or when you're waiting for a response and it's not arriving, when you are waiting for an email because you need that email to be able to move ahead. What is a moment in your life where you feel impatience? Okay. All right. Everyday scenario, because it doesn't seem to happen so much with the big things. So one of the times that I probably get most impatient is something that everyone else out there is probably going to relate to. And it's when the supermarket's super busy. They don't have enough cashiers on. There's a giant big line for the self-service. And I'm standing there going, I have got better things to do with my time than mm -hmm. wait to get my stuff paid for. So probably that would be a time that I would get impatient. And I think most of our listeners can probably relate to that because it feels like your time is being wasted. And I would also say that the other scenario that it happens to me is if I'm at a medical doctor's, they seem to always run behind in time with no thought for your time. And I think that can be quite frustrating as well. I think this is a very good example. So standing in the supermarket line at the cashier's checkout, 
and you think to yourself, I have better things to do. Now, that thought itself already sets you up for a specific way how you feel, how you carry yourself, and one of these thoughts may lead to another, and then other thoughts related to that may come up and show up. So I suggest stop right here. I know how it feels because I can clearly relate to what you're going through, and I was just like that, and I stopped doing that because when I'm in a situation where I need to wait, where I don't want to wait, and I didn't anticipate to wait... But now I'm in the situation and I must wait unless I leave everything in the shopping cart and just leave and then I have to do it one more round. I come back when there's less people in the grocery store and then I have to pick the items one more time. So that really would make me work twice. I suggest, what is your experience? How can you change and shift your experience? Now, first of all, can you change it? Question. Can you change the situation? Because if you can change it, if you know how the supermarket cashier checkout machine works, go ahead and do it. But if you can't, then there's a question of acceptance. Would you agree? I would agree, yes. So now when I focus on what I cannot control, because I cannot control to make the line go faster or to have less people there, all of a sudden make them disappear with my little magic stick or whatever I have, magic wand. So that really doesn't work in real life most of the time as far as I'm concerned. So make the best out of the situation. When you cannot change it, then accept it. When you can't change it, do something about it. It's like the beautiful letter Y. When you look at it, it's almost like a fork in a road. It's up to you how you will experience the situation. Now, when you think to yourself, oh, I got better things to do. You were not born with that. A little child, when it would be waiting there in your position, it would probably look at the cashier. They usually have some papers there and there are so many other people to look at. And then there may be some chewing gums or maybe some little chocolate bars or maybe some water bottles. There's so many things where you can find beauty in. So it really is your mindset that will create the experience while you're there. I believe you're wasting your time when you spend it in an attitude that's poisoning to you, your body, your immune system, your well-being overall. So look around what other people do. Look around how maybe the wheels of the shopping cart work. If you're interested in mechanics of shopping cart wheels, it's just an example. Or look what else you can do. Or maybe sit there, stand there. Or usually people stand. We here, I don't know if you have that there, that they have also the shopping carts where you can sit on. So that are electric for those who have difficulty walking. So be there in the moment and try making the best out of it. <laughs> Actually, let me correct this. Do the best out of it. Make it. Do it. You're the creator of your experience. Nobody else. Mishaps happen more often than not. And especially when we would compare them to the envision that we so geniusly invented in our head and then project that this should be happening just the way as it is in my picture. Well, life is usually not actually responding to that picture at all times in every single detail. So in that moment, when you're already there, make the best out of it. Pick one of your super thoughts. I call it super thoughts. I think it's a good idea for our listeners when they're in a calm moment, when they're in a harmonious mindset, when they feel good, just pick three thoughts that are so amazing from your life. And if you don't have that experience, then something that you really like, oh, wow, and I saw there on National Geographics, I saw these horses there, or I saw the wildlife there in Africa, or I saw the fauna and the flora in Japan and how it differs from that in Thailand or in Cambodia. Or you see, so 
pick something so that you can have it handy and make it your habit that when you're in a situation that you cannot control and there's nothing you can do about it, that then you escape within your head. You're physically there waiting in line at the cashiers, but go to a thought that makes you feel good. So your entire experience will change because let's face it, the person there who's working at the cashiers, it's not their fault when all of a the sudden there may be more people shopping at the same time. Hmm? Absolutely not. Absolutely. And I like the idea of having some super thoughts ready because I think that there's a lot of people out there that overthink the wrong things or negative things mm -hmm. and can get their mind into a little bit of trouble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what we do and stop doing it. In fact, the super thoughts idea is one of the things I use to get me to sleep because I'm one of those people that once everything goes quiet and the lights go out, I lie in bed and my mind starts going over stuff. And so one of my mind tricks is to have one of these super thoughts ready so I can just focus on that one thing and let my imagination go. And it usually I just drop off to sleep mm. without even realizing mm. it. Mm -hmm. That's a very good idea. Very interesting. What you can also do, you can go on our website, the baldandblonde.life, hint, for you, Kathy, and download the Ideal Night Sleep Program, which is quite helpful for people around the globe based on their feedback. That's one thing. The next thing is, oh, I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. Let me stay awake. Let me stay awake. Let me stay awake. Why? Because the brain is biased and it usually doesn't understand the no, <laughs> the word no, so the negation, and then you will just fall asleep. But again, I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to fall asleep. I do believe there are more pleasant experiences that we can have. Yes, go into a paradisiac imagination. Look at this beautiful picture, add smell to it, listen to the sounds of it, feel how it feels, notice the temperature through your five senses, do that. Or really just imagine yourself being asleep. That's very helpful too. Or you can just roll up your eyeballs and just keep your eyeballs up, keep your eyeballs up. And then after a while, then you take a deep breath and then you close your eyeballs and that helps too. But there's a little bit more of technical background to it. It's just the short version of what we are using in the Ideal Night Sleep program. But back to patience. So when we spend too much energy on things that we cannot change, we are actually harming ourselves to a degree. We're spending or overspending energy to things that will not make a change. Yes, and I think that creates frustration within yourself too, doesn't it? I agree with you. And I'm certain mm -hmm. that many listeners can agree to that. Now, here's the thing. We need to understand as humans that not everything is going the way how we envisioned it. That is just part of life. There are things that we can do to create or co-create and then there are things that we cannot. Now, how you will spend that time. Look, when you're fixated on that idea, you're going to the supermarket and then you're going to grab what you need, put it in your shopping cart, go to the self-checkout or go to the checkout and you will be done, let's say, in 15 minutes. I'm just making up this number. And then things happen in a different way. Now, when you then keep that picture, oh, I thought I will be out of here in 15 minutes. I have better things to do then you're in a kind of an energy that you're generating instead of saying, okay, this is what it is and I'm going to make the best out of it. How can I make the best out of it? 
Maybe there is someone behind me. Maybe I can interact with them. Maybe I ask them, how are you doing? Or maybe throw in the line that I used to throw in. Oh, isn't it great? We're in a patient's boot camp for free right now. We can practice patience without paying a dime for the course. Attitude. Attitude. I think you can set yourself up for some success here. I know that if I have a doctor's appointment booked, I now have the knowledge that it is probably not going to run on time because that is my long-term experience. I don't think I've ever, ever got into a doctor's appointment on time because doctors traditionally consistently run late. So I take a book with me. Very and good. I sit there and I take the opportunity to catch up on some reading and the time goes really fast. I don't get impatient and my attitude doesn't decline as a result mm-hmm. because I prepared myself mm-hmm. for the eventuality that I'm going to have to wait. And so I've accepted it already that I can't change that and that I've given myself something productive to do so I don't feel like my time is being wasted either. Mm-hmm. Well, your time is never wasted. <laughs> never. You can only spend it. Wasted? How can it be wasted? It's just your consideration, how you perceive it, as if you were wasting it, but you're not wasting it. I think you can certainly feel like you've wasted time. Yes, I agree. It feels like it, but actually it's not because time is time and all we have is now. How we spend it is up to us internally. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And that then will have an impact on how I will maybe respond to other people. Because maybe the assistant there at the doctor's office, it's not her fault. And even if it's her fault... Why do I need to add to that and make things worse for anyone? I try to be a very patient person, not because of anyone else. I do it for me so I can be more peaceful within me. And everyone surrounding me gets the benefit from me taking care of me. You see, that's how it goes. It's not be more patient. That's not how it goes. No. When you understand that situations do happen very differently from how you envisioned it, be open. And be open for miracles instead of the worst case scenario. You see, because that's also an attitude. I think that's really important that what you just pointed out here, that you are patient for your own sake. Surely. Because it starts with self and we are all about self-care and mental hygiene and teaching people how to be happier within themselves. And so the attitude that you have every single moment of the day is either hurting yourself or helping yourself. And I think that's a choice, yes. Yes, and I believe in order to make that choice, we need to be aware that, yes, there will be situations in my life that I cannot control more often than not, because that control freak attitude is actually an illusion. Mm. There are many companies that make big bucks with that to sell you the illusion that, okay, all under control, and then it may not be so much under control. It happened in history before. So, Now, another good thing that you can do, when you see me driving up and down here, US1, here in the Keys, and let's say there's a traffic light because we have those two, and let's say we have lots of tourists here, let's say 
they just look around and then they may be looking at their GPS. So where should I go? And then they look, oh, there's another palm tree. Oh, look at that boat. Oh, look at this. Oh, oh there's a little store. Let me just go this way. So sometimes you stand at a red light for three rounds, four rounds. When you see a person there in a car, smiling, grinning to their ears, that's me. Why? Because I'm not going to allow outside circumstances to punish my blood pressure, my heart rate, my attitude, my inner peace because of something that I cannot control. I'm not giving my power away. In the past, I did. Those days are over. So grin for 60 seconds. Fake smile for 60 seconds. You will feel better. Looks weird, feels weird, does an amazing job within you. Yeah, explain to our listeners why that works, Daisy. This is fascinating. Yeah, well, I do believe we had that in the laughter episode where we explained it and maybe in other episodes we also touched on it. Well, when we laugh or when we really big grin or when we smile big time almost until the ears, then there is a muscle in our cheeks that pushes a nerve behind that signals to the brain, hey, it's all good, let's be happy. And why not use that for your benefit in a situation when you have to wait? And also you will look much friendlier and you will look much more appealing. And maybe you make some friends and they say, oh, you're smiling. What are you smiling about? Can you share? I would like to smile too. I love it. And then tell them, well, there's a nerve behind your cheek muscle. And then that will send a signal to your brain and it will make you feel better. Try it out. And then you have already two people grinning. And who knows what happens then, you see. Yes. Yes, it's like a cascade, actually, smiling. (laughs) It's contagious. Yes. (laughs) Now the laughter actually is more contagious. But nevertheless, it makes people wonder. And this is, I believe, how we can spread good into this world. By doing it. Not by expecting it and demanding it. No, by doing it. Inspire Mm. others. Lead by example. Live by an example. That's what I believe in humbly. Yeah. There's a great quote I saw again the other day that I think fits. And it says, if you want love, be love. Clear. I agree. I agree with you. Yes. And as our listeners probably know by now, we do believe that love is the answer. And on that note, if you have not got Daisy's book, The Formula for Finding True Love, you should go check that out. It is in our shop baldandblonde.live. It's only $9.95 to download. So I would grab that because it is life-changing people and very easy to read as well, Daisy. I certainly loved reading it. Yeah. And then if you want to try just to have a freebie, I can totally understand that. We just put that on the website where you can have a free download for three chapters. So you can have the first three chapters of the Island Model for free as an audiobook. So you can go and find that too on baldandblonde.life. And so one more thing to patience. When we are hungry, I do believe it is important to eat. Why? Because the blood sugar can go down and it is not feeling very comfortable when we are hungry. If you can, eat. When you're thirsty, drink. When you're tired and you can afford to lay down or take a break, even if it's just a power nap, give yourself the rest you need. And you will also be more patient. Because when we give ourselves the attention that we need, then it becomes also more easy to be patient at moments when we don't need it so much, when it's not that important, when it's not about life or death. So when we start becoming more kind to ourselves, then it also is easier to take that kinder self with you, even into impatient situations. 
like the grocery store, which is maybe really going on your nerves that ah, I thought 15 minutes. Of course, when you're in a rush because you have another appointment, then leave the things there and just go and say, okay, so great opportunity to go shopping again. You see, it's your attitude. Your thinking is creating your life experience. The way you talk to yourself, the thoughts you pick, the thoughts that you spend time with, and you can change that. And be patient with yourself. That's a very important part as well. Because let's say, so for example, I'm learning some really, for me, exciting new things. And I have to say, I thought it would be easier in some aspects. And it's not, and it's time consuming, but I'm so eager to learn it, so I continue. And then I could say to myself, well, oh, now I'm stupid. Oh, why can I not learn faster? No, I'm not. I'm patient. This is brand new material. These are brand new thinking patterns to be established because it has to do with training the brain because I really like to teach brain friendly. That's why my clients get faster results and lasting results. So I'm very curious about it. But in the meantime, when I'm, let's say, saying, okay, so within two days, I know this. Or within an hour, I will get this. Why do I need to put myself such a time pressure on myself? Why? Well, when I need to go to the airport and catch a plane, different story. Sure. I think that we can possibly condition ourselves to have very high expectations, which could then lead to frustration and impatience. And I think that you've got a really great point around self-care because when you are looking after yourself physically, then the mental health kind of just follows, I think. And it's easier to have a positive outlook when you feel good within yourself as well. Mm -hmm. So I think they're really important tips that people should take on board is that this is not a standalone issue, but none of the things that we talk about really a standalone issues. They're all very joined to each other in a way that it all starts with how we think and then how we act. Starts from within. How do you treat yourself within? And then yes. you make that into your standards by repeating these thinking patterns. You're repeating specific attitudes so they become a habit. Now these habits can become a standard and then you have a brand new art of standing, stand art. Hmm? standing, the art of standing in life overall. And I think we had just an episode that is about standards and values, or was it standards alone? I'm so confused with no, all these. No, it was standards and values that came out a couple of weeks ago. You're quite right. We have so many episodes now, it is hard to remember all the names, but yes. Yeah. So the art of standing, that's a standard. So now when I have that standard that I will be patient with myself, I naturally will become more patient with others. Because then now I understand, oh, what's going on in them? Mm? Yes. If you look at yourselves, listeners, you'll know if you have a habit of being impatient with yourself, with others, and a little bit of self-awareness will tell you whether this is an area that you need to start working on. Mm. Well, because impatience also causes lots of stress, causes lots of fear, feeds the fear. I cannot get it done. I cannot get it done. <gasps> The breathing changes, the heart rate changes, the blood pressure changes. It's not very healthy. And the only person who can do something about it is you. Why? Because you cannot control the outside world. 
you can learn how to control how you respond to the outside world. And I do believe that is a key to healthy longevity. Yeah, 100%. If you have not listened to our other episodes yet, please go back and have a listen, starting with episode one, which is the foundation for our podcast, but also another really great couple of episodes that I think fit really well with this topic are fear and helplessness because they both speak to how you can feel when things are out of your control and what you can do about that to help yourself evolve. Mm. And nevertheless, just accept that life is, period. And it never said that life is the way I want it. That's not the key. So life is, make the best out of it, be flexible. Let go of the how the vision is going to happen. Look, when you were impatient last time you were at the grocery store thinking to yourself, well, I have better things to do. Did you still get all the groceries that you wanted to get? And did you bring them home safely? And did they arrive to your fridge or to your fruit basket or wherever you wanted to store them? Absolutely, they did. So you're an achiever. You achieved actually what you wanted to do. Not in the time frame that you expected expected it to happen. But now remember, expectations is the highway for disappointment. Actually, Shakespeare says expectation is the root of all heartache. So go with the flow. Life is. And wherever you are, look at the beauty around you. There's so much more beauty to spend time with and to realize, to recognize, to see it. And if there's an elderly person behind you in line when you're at the grocery store, maybe ask them, hey, how are you doing today? Ask them sincerely. Engage in a conversation. Spend that time you're waiting either way, you want it or not. Spend it with grace and peace. Spread the love you have in your heart. Spread that. People already know that there's so much poison out there. I'm not even talking about biological or chemical poison. I'm talking about verbal poison. We have seen so many angry people in our lives. I think we're all overdosed on that. Let's change it. Be the patient, loving, caring, generous person in situations that you cannot change. Hmm? And worst case, grin for 60 seconds. It helps. And remember, live in the moment, guys, because all we really have is right here, right now. That's it. That's key. <laughs> and you cannot change it no matter how patient or impatient you are. All you have is now. That's it. Absolutely. We hope this episode has helped you guys. We hope that you can relate. I'm sure that you can. I think it's a universal <laughs> issue. Thanks once again for your time. We really appreciate you listening and sharing our podcast with your family and friends. And we really appreciate your financial support. So thank you to all of you out there. You know who you are. Keep it up. Keep sharing the word. We can't wait to reach everybody all around the globe and we're having so much fun doing it thanks again to you daisy once again for your expertise my joy and please listeners when you can support us to keep these episodes ad free it's my passion to give this to the world it's my gift and i know it's kathy's gift as well so we're doing this because we're passionate about it and we know that it helps you. So please, if you can, support us to keep this ad free because I do not have the feeling that an advertisement of any sort would have a good place here.
So enjoy your time and we talk to you soon for sure. And you can support us by going to baldandblonde.live. You can hit us up on Patreon as a monthly supporter, or you can go to our shop. You can buy our books, our empowering audio programs, grab something there that takes your fancy and see how it helps you change your life because that's what we're all about helping you do. That's right. That's it from us this week. You have been listening to another episode of Bold and Blonde. Mindset Evolution. Talk to you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the Bald and Blonde Mindset Evolution podcast. If you love what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast. In our show notes, you'll find the link to our Facebook group where you can personally connect with Daisy and Kathy, and the link to our website where you can find all of our previous episodes and much more of goodies so you can get more value. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That really helps out the show and helps us to get some powerful feedback from you. Talk to you soon.